Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Dr. Tamara Sheffield at Intermountain Healthcare says herd immunity happens when a large percentage of people develop immunity to a disease, either through vaccination or getting infected. The more individuals that are immune, the less that disease can pass through to others within the community because there's no person to pass it to them. Right now, those who have the severest disease tend to also have the greatest amount of immune protection. But we don't know how long that will last. Vaccines, on the other hand, tend to provide a fairly consistent level and sometimes a higher level even than having had a disease or being exposed to a disease. We will also, though, have to watch over time to see how long that protection lasts. Dr. Shankar Swaminathan at the University of Utah says think of vaccination this way. If a person with coronavirus typically infects two people... Let's say that half the people are immunized. So now if you have it and you run into two people, on average, you're going to infect one person instead of two. Now, let's say that two out of three people get vaccinated. So now you're not able to spread it to one person on average. You're only you're able to spread it to less than one person. So you would have to you know, come into contact with three people to infect one. Their disease is going to start dying out. Dr. Mark Oliver with St. Mark's Hospital says we don't know how many people will need to get a shot before we reach herd immunity. He encourages everyone to follow public health guidelines, but says the immunity coronavirus patients get is playing a role. We are encouraged that a combination of vaccination plus ongoing infection in the community will get us to that magic percentage that we call herd immunity, where we can truly start slowing the spread. And there are a lot of unknowns. We really won't know for a year or more if the vaccine gives better protection than native infection, and also how long-lasting the immune response will be from the vaccine is still a big question mark. Is this a vaccine you're going to get two shots and be protected with 95% certainty for the rest of your life? Or is this a vaccine that we're going to have to get another booster at six months or a year or two years, similar to what we do with, say, an influenza vaccine? Kelly Pierce, KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.